Well, we're not dead yet. Nope, still here. Still here. Still alive. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I thought I was gonna say there. <laughs> I'm I'm alive and not in quarantine. So. Hey, there you go. Same. I still have to go to work every day. Yeah, I do too. Which, which I'm lucky. We're both lucky in that sense. But yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to J Bomb and Putty. Save the planet. <laughs> Hope everyone's had a a great couple of weeks. Been a it's been a few weeks since we were actually here for an updated episode. Anyways, last week, um, personal stuff on my own. My own thing here kind of stopped us from recording. I'll take responsibility for that one. Week before, yeah, that was also my fault, but for <laughs> a completely different reason. So let me explain. But we I, did have an episode that week. We did have an episode, so it really didn't mean, like, anything because, heck, there was something. It was a lot shorter, but it was still an episode, and it ran 45 minutes. I think that's respectable, but could be better. But I will say that week... I had a lot of homework and stuff. I had a lot more stuff to do now, but that's any—that's neither here nor there. Anyways, <laughs> that week I had a lot of stuff to do, but man, it was so pretty outside. It was like one of the first days it was hitting up in the 70s again, and oh, it just felt so good, and I was in a mood. I'm just like, I don't want to do anything extra except for just get this homework finished now the way so I can get play video games. <laughs> You know, the funny shit is you're saying that, you know, it was a nice day of weather and all that. Yeah. Where I live at, yeah, it was a beautiful day that day. And then mm-hmm. that Friday, it snowed. Really? Yeah. Like the next day, it freaking snowed. Yeah. I can't remember. Dude. I don't think it snowed here, but I think we had a good rain after that. Dude, it snowed here three times since the last time me and you talked. Really? And you're all, and you're further down than what we are. It's stupid, dude. I don't understand that. Mother Nature's bipolar. That's what's up. Well, it goes with the year that we're having. It's like we're we're in a we're in an area that's completely bipolar weather in a year that's completely like against us. Yeah. It, this is not this has not been 2020 has to go down as one of the worst. Well, okay, I can't say that because I feel like the years of like Nazis. And the bubonic plague, yeah, and stuff like that were worse. That's pretty bad when you have to compare it all the way back to Nazis and the plague. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's been far worse years, but it's like this this stuff that's been going on with the coronavirus. It sucks. It sucks. Honestly, it really I, sucks. if 2020 was a, a TV series, I would have canceled it after the pilot. Yeah, I would have canceled my canceled my subscription long ago. Yeah, so that or I hope to God season two is better. Yeah, it's. <laughs> well, listen, man, we are in season two if you think about it, because winter. If, if you think about it, four seasons. Obviously, I'm getting literal. What the hell's wrong with me? But anyways, four seasons in a year. We're yeah. in. Se- we're in season two now, almost. If not, we are. Yeah, we are. If you think about it, though, season one kind of wasn't that terrible, because. <laughs> yeah, but also you also had the first like literal second first or second day i can't remember now whenever on twitter there was like world war three yeah yeah and then later on in february is whenever those those australian fires happened yeah so it's like 
okay, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't good. There was a lot of bad shit happening as soon as we started the year. But, you know, spring will be better. Spring will get better. Season two, baby. Woo. And then the fucking coronavirus hits. And it's just like, oh, great. And after this past Sunday, dude, I'm ready to find coronavirus and kick it in the balls. Because it's fucked with my life now. I feel you. What happened? Uh, You didn't hear about that? Uh, What happened, man? But, you know, as everybody that listens knows, I keep my kids from Sunday to Sunday, and then they go to their mothers from Sunday to Sunday. So it's a week on, week off. Um, Sunday, I drop my children off with their mother at 3 o'clock, like always. 6 o'clock, I get a call from my ex-wife saying, hey, I'm taking Lily to the hospital. That's my oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be 6 next month. And I'm like, you're taking her to a hospital during all this shit? What is wrong? Because I knew something had to be bad for her to be taking her to a hospital. Yeah, that's not good. So, well, she's playing on the monkey bars, fell. Um, Her arm is kind of swollen. Um, She won't stop crying about it. She hasn't stopped. It's been about a half hour. Um, She's not calming down. I'm like, oh, yay, great. Okay. Uh, I was like, well, get her to the hospital. Find out if I can even be there um, because of this fucking coronavirus. Right. And I was like, yeah. And we'll go from there. When she gets to the hospital, she calls me. She says, they said that if you show up here, you're not allowed in the building. So I can't yep. even be there with my daughter. She's crying for she's crying for her dad. You know, I could hear her in the background wanting daddy because of how bad she was hurt and how scared she was. And I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I even asked, I said, well, can I come there and we switch out? Because my ex-wife don't deal with that kind of shit real good. And she's like, no, they said that. So she's like, I already tried that. She's like, because I don't want to be here. Right now, I can't handle this shit because my ex-wife is just she freaks out about everything. And uh, she's like, and they told me, no, you can't come here and switch out with me. You're just not allowed to come in at all. And, well, make a long, longer story short, my daughter did end up fracturing her wrist. Um, She's got a nice, pretty purple cast on for the next at least four weeks. So that's how I started my week. I actually did know about that story because I saw I saw your post on Facebook freaking out about it. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is not a good way to start. Dude, I was in a total panic listening to my daughter on the phone in the background and knowing it's already been almost an hour since it happened. And she's still screaming like that. And I've broken a bone before. I knew it was broken just from the way she was acting and how she told me everything felt. I knew something was broken or fractured, and I couldn't live. I, I told I told my best friend Travis. I told him I said honestly, dude, I feel like a caged animal over here. I want to get out and go, and I can't. I feel that. I am. That yeah. was a scary. It was honestly that's one of the most scariest things I've ever felt involving my kids. Well, knowing my kid was at the hospital, hurting, wanting me there, and I couldn't go. I couldn't and imagine I'm, it. I'm not going to lie, dude. I, you know, I cried my fucking eyes out. It killed me. I sat here in a complete panic. And then finally, my ex-wife called me and said, do you want to talk to Lily? And I said, of course, I want to talk to Lily. I don't know what the hell they gave her because she's just about to be six. But whatever they gave her, she was feeling great. <laughs> well, I kept, good. My, I kept hearing my ex-wife say, Lily, stop wiggling your fingers. Stop moving your hand. It's still fractured. It's because <laughs> you can't feel it doesn't mean it's not broken. And I get on phone with Lily, and Lily's like, the doors at the hospital are magic, Daddy. They oh, my goodness. She own. was zonked. 
Yes, I was like, my daughter would fit in at a Grateful Dead concert right now. <laughs> she was tripping, dude. And after that, I just started laughing and I felt better. But I mean, you know, I got, but still, that's, that's the other thing that scares me is my daughter was in a hospital. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask, like, are you all watching her right now um, yeah. for at least two weeks? Uh, yeah, um, luckily, the hospital here, I mean, I've always talked shit about the hospital here because it does suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're taking precautions as much as they can. Um, you know, my ex-wife had to call them when she pulled in so they could bring them out masks um, and gloves to put on before they even came into the hospital. Mm. So Lily kept a mask on the whole time and, and all that. That's, uh, I, mean, I think everything's okay, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the other scary shit. Yeah, yeah. One side, my daughter did fracture her arm. On the other side, she was in a hospital in April during this coronavirus bullshit. Yeah. Dude, this That's is scary. the worst time ever to like have something else happen to you and then uh-huh. have to go to the doctor because we talked we talked about it during the the side podcast before we did our actual podcast 2 or 3 weeks ago now. Whenever we talked about the cancer patients, it's not that they're, to me anyways, it's not that they're like not treating those people. It's that where the coronavirus is new and unknown, really, they're really trying to focus on this one while still trying to do other things, including, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) hold on. (laughs) Wow. All right. (laughs) Where was I? A little choked up there, sir? Yeah, a little bit, I think, yeah. Sorry. But, um, yeah, they're focusing more on, trying to focus more on this new COVID-19 issue uh, than they are about that. But they're still trying to focus on that, plus thousands of other illnesses and sickness or whatever. And it's just, it's it's a crazy time, and I'm telling you, things are going to be a lot different once we finally get quote unquote back to normal. Even when later this year happens, whenever they quote unquote flatten the or flatten the curve or get back down to where numbers are manageable, things are going to be so much different come, I don't know, Halloween time. Everything's yeah. I mean, if anybody out here is thinking that when this is under control, that we're going to go back to what we think of as normal, no, we're not going to we're not going to ever go back to that. We're not. I hate to say it. We're never going to be back at that normal. Um, my no. personal opinion, I feel like we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I feel like um, coronavirus is going to be the new flu. Yeah. Uh, you know, during flu season, there's going to be people get the flu and there's going to be people get the coronavirus. And I got a feeling that's going to be an every year thing from here on in till the end of time. Right. Um, you know, because it's it's here now. It's it's not going away. Um, you know, we can flatten the curve or whatever, but it's going to become once a uh, you know once a, a vaccination is created for it, it's going to become the flu. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, but things are going to change. Things are going to be different. Um, it's just right now though, where there's no vaccination and we're not particularly 100% still prepared for this, that it's, it's a lot worse than, um, what it will be once we do have that vaccination. Cause once we do, and it can be treated and almost killed right off, then yeah, I think it will just become another flu and stuff, but it's just for right now we have to go through this and it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks. 
Well, now that it's over, uh, I can say this now. Uh, I didn't say anything until I knew. I mean, I haven't, we haven't done one of these since. Um, yeah. But about two weeks ago, my ex-wife was actually tested for COVID-19. Really? Um, she displayed every symptom. She displayed every symptom of coronavirus to the point where the hospital actually did a COVID-19 test on her. Um, they told her it would take anywhere from three days to two weeks to get the results back. Um, it Which took is about, just insane to me. Yeah. I mean, if it takes two weeks, by then you're either dead or you're over it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it took about four days to get back to her. She was still sick as fuck. I mean, it had me scared, scared to death. As soon as she told me they tested her for it, I was like, we need to get the kids the fuck away from you. Yep. Um, and she was instructed to go home, go to her bedroom, and stay there for the next 14 days or until they call her with the results. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she, it took about four or five days, and they did. it did come back negative, thank God. Thank um, God, indeed. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, she, dude, I've seen her, and it was, it was before she got really bad. <laughs> I seen her and dude, she was all the shit. And honestly, I even started to worry about it and she did have every symptom of it. And I'm starting to wonder with these tests is if they're only picking up during a certain, a certain point of being infected with this, this virus, because dude, I would have swore she had the shit. Maybe like, maybe she had it. it and then like, Whenever the test came back negative, it was right after the peak of it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, Seven- I did read an article uh, a couple of days ago, actually, yeah. about this, this girl, the high schooler, that got sick, and she had every symptom of it, and she was tested for it, and she was talking on Twitter or whatever about being tested for it and how sick she was, and the test come back negative. Well... This girl believes, and her lawyer even believes, because the reason why a lawyer got involved is because of this girl talking about it on her Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her local sheriff's office came to her and said, look, if you don't stop talking about this, we're going to arrest you and take you to jail. What? Yeah. Uh, this was an article I read on some. Why? On, yeah, it was, I don't know. I guess the, maybe the police department felt that she was, since she tested negative, that she was just stirring up. Uh, fear oh, among like the town, maybe. To, yeah, okay. That but, that makes a little more sense, but still. But, I mean, the girl was scared to death. Right. So, of course, she's going to post about it. She, she she actually pretty much chronicled her her days through dealing with whatever the sickness was that she had. And they've actually got a doctor that's saying it's possible that by the time she got the test, it wasn't being able to be picked up in the test anymore. So, yeah, this girl's suing the shit out of her local police department. Because, I don't blame her. Yeah, I mean, this girl's a high school girl, and the fucking cops show up and like, hey, shut up, or we're going to take you to jail. Fuck you. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, we're in, a, we're in a, a very bad situation in a pandemic. We don't need yeah. to lose the rights that make us a country because of that. And, that, and, that, and that'll lead me to something else that yeah. I need to bring up. That or that not that I need to bring up that I'm going to bring up are these dumb what? protests that are going on. Oh, the people wanting to go ahead and start everything back up. Yeah, and you know I kind of see what they're wanting because they want to bring everything back to normal. They want they want stuff to they want the economy back and everything. But it's like 
you're doing yourself and so many other people around you so much of a disservice by getting around, not not abiding by social distancing orders. You're not losing your liberties and your rights. You're trying. We're trying to get this fixed. Yeah. We're tr- they're trying to not we particularly. I'm not fucking doing anything, but you you know what I mean. Honestly, man, I mean, if this if this virus is is everything that you see it is on the news and in the mm. newspaper, if it's everything it, that they say it is, then yes, keep this quarantine, this stay at home, this uh, social distancing, keep it going. Uh, uh, you know, actually, um, Skulls, I was talking to her about it, and, uh, you know, she's like, you know, we don't need to be going back out yet and, right. and doing our normal thing until it gets to the point where there's no more new confirmed cases and the, the people that are uh, infected with it are recovering and, you know, we're starting to go back into the norm. Um, but on the other hand, dude, you know me, I'm a pest control guy. I've been deemed essential. Every day I get up and I go to work and I do my same thing that I've always done. And I've been doing it since all this started and I still haven't caught it. So, I mean, okay. I, all I right. don't know if it's as bad as it's being projected as being. Because, I mean, they make it sound like it's so easy to catch. Because it is. But, I mean, dude, I've had to make trips to Walmart. I've. You know, I've had to make well, one to several. Just, well, just because you haven't caught it yet, or just maybe it's because our immune systems are a lot better off than the people that do catch it. Because maybe we've got it, not had any sy- symptoms, or maybe heck, you even talked about it possibly having it in January. Yeah, so, I mean, there's also that possibility that I've already had it. My body's already built up the antibodies to fight it off, right. and maybe I've come in contact with it a million times at Walmart, but my body already knows how to kick its ass. I don't know. Right, right. and I. It's it's not like we don't like. It's not like it's not a thing. But I but I feel like if we can if we expose ourselves to it whenever there's not a vaccine, whenever there's not a rightful thing to actually one hundred percent, if not kill it, but definitely like put it on the back burner, like the flu is almost. If there's not something like that, then we shouldn't take the risk because it spreads a lot quicker than the flu does it yeah. gets to a lot more people than the flu does and it, See, it might be really it might be really slow at first getting to people but eventually it will get to people and the worse your the worse your immune system is the more likely that you're going to get it and then die from it just because we haven't got it yeah. yet no matter how long it's been doesn't mean that we're there's still not a chance of us ca- of us catching it and then later uh-huh. on getting sick from it and then there's also the second wave that could happen later on in the year too yeah so like i i, I know what you're saying but i i just want to keep in mind that just because we haven't got it yet doesn't mean well that automatically means that we can't catch it yeah well, see, here's this other thing. I, I seen this. I actually watched this on the news a week ago. My mom called me into into the living room. She said, "Check this shit out," because mm-hmm. my mom she's been following it to the point where she follows it anymore. That day, she's going to get too scared to death, too paranoid, and not not be able to leave her house. Mm-hmm. So, but she follows it up to that point till it scares the hell out of her. Right. Um, but she called me in to listen to what they were talking about on the news. Uh, it's been shown that. Um, the majority of the cases that have this 
are non-smokers. Mm. And that got me thinking. They also, there's a lot more men that catch it more than women. Yeah. But as far as the smoker thing, that got me thinking. You know, they say that this virus can't handle heat. You know, once you get to like, what is it, 98 or 99 degrees, it starts to kill the virus. What if these smokers, because, I mean, when you're taking a, a draw off a cigarette and you're inhaling that smoke, that's heat. Yeah. You're inhaling a shit ton of heat. I mean, you're you're used to it, but there's a lot of heat in that smoke. What if, what if these, these smokers are actually killing the damn thing before it can affect them? Do you think that smoking in this case may – well, I know you basically just said it, but you think that smoking in this case is actually being a benefit? I do. It, okay, so if we encourage cigarette use and smoking use or something like that, is that a good effect to do that to, and possibly get people to cause catch lung cancer or something? Is that, know, I'm is not there, encouraging that, it at all. No, no, no. no I'm, I didn't. I'm not I didn't encouraging say encourage. non-smokers to start smoking. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just kind of more thinking out loud than anything. I wouldn't say you're encouraging it at all. I'd never, I never would say that. Smoking yeah. is not. It's not a great thing. It does more bad than good. But in this, I'm a sense, smoker, and I'm the first person to tell you it's bad for you. You know, it, I lost two grandparents to lung cancer. I'm a dumbass for smoking. But in this sense, do you think maybe there might be some good into just maybe trying a little bit? I don't know. I'm saying, maybe I'm saying it's possible. I mean, if the if I'm I've seen this on NBC's nightly news is that the majority of cases are non-smokers. There's hardly a case that is a, a smoker that has caught this thing. Hmm. And there's got to be a reason behind that. And the biggest reason I can think of is that heat does kill coronavirus. And there's a lot of heat coming off of taking a cigarette. I see, I see what you're You're inhaling right fire. It's smoke. Yeah, Fire. I, I definitely yeah. see what you're getting at. Well, that that does make sense, but to but we got we all got we got to also say we're nowhere near being professional or anything. And honestly, we're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing with this virus. We're drawing straws. Yeah, we're coming to Somebody conclusions that have no base. Yeah, yeah, so, we're all guessing. Everybody's guessing right now. But I will say that does make sense in the whole scheme of well. Fire seems to kill it. Heat seems to uh -huh. kill it. That's direct heat going straight to your lungs. Of course, really bad heat that leads to smoke from tar and stuff. But yeah, it does. There and all kinds of shit. It does make sense. And like you can catch, you can catch like hell. You can get cancer from one cigarette. Hell, you can get cancer by looking at something funny. What am I talking about? Shit. Actually, Man. my grandmother passed away from lung cancer, and she only smoked for two years of her life, and 35 years later got lung cancer. Maybe they could make something that could – it's not like not like an e-cigarette because that's just vapor. <laughs> not like a vape. But maybe they could – heat behind that. Well, it is vapor. Right. There is some heat, but not – it's a moisture heat, but – Maybe they could make something that doesn't have like tobacco products or nicotine or anything in there and still get the same heat that can go into your system. That's not I seen, as. Uh, I seen a guy that honestly, after thinking about the smoking thing, this guy's probably got a grip on something too because he's, he's driving off the idea of heat kills coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, I seen a video of a dude 
um, that what he does every day is he boils a pot of water with uh, orange peels in it and whatever whatever scents he likes. He boils water, and you know he kind of just hangs out over it for a little bit. You know, breathes it in, breathes it through the nose, through the mouth, because you're breathing in that hot steam. Right. And he's swearing up and down. It's kept him from catching the shit. And there may be there may be a valid point behind that. Breathe it may be heat into your lungs, into your sinuses, because I mean it's shown that this coronavirus gets into your sinuses, and that's where it starts to grow. And it, that's how it starts to kick your ass. It gets into your lungs and then clocks you up. So I mean, if heat's what kills it, you're breathing in that heat into your sinuses, into your lungs. I don't see how it couldn't help. There's only one way I would bring legitimacy to that is if once this is over, though, or once like things start getting back to normal, and that he still hasn't caught anything. So like, def- like keep him in mind as a possibility, and keep what he's doing in mind as a possibility. And if he still hasn't caught anything, then run tests on other people still, if it works. Because like they say, different strokes, different folks. What works for one person may not work for the other person. So yeah. that's a good. That's not a terrible idea, honestly. No. We're, and again, we're not con- we're not encouraging smoking and stuff, but I w- but I encourage something that would um, maybe get the idea of smoking, but not like the bad part of smoking to as yeah. long as there's somewhere some way to kill it or some way to get rid of it. Yeah, I would I would absolutely be OK with that. Honestly, I feel like as much as they have pushed the idea of heat being what kills this thing, yeah. I'm hoping to God we get. One of the hottest summers we've ever had. Well, we are about to get into season three, and I'm very interested to see what this season has to go for us. Yeah. <laughs> because, like I said earlier, season two was a pile of shit. It is. It's bullshit. Season two <laughs> has sucked so bad. It's, and yeah. Now it's we're bad. going into May, and this, see, this season is just already upsetting me because early may i was supposed to graduate and i can't go to graduation anymore unless i wait to december which <laughs> fuck that i ain't doing that shit fuck that yeah i mean so, I'm, I'm waiting for mid mid may to get over with so i can mm-hmm. stop so i can stop being a damn teacher <laughs> right <laughs> yeah get a little bit of a break oh god dude the week my kids are here is just i don't have a moment to breathe yeah I go it's work. I come home. Hard. Well, you know, I start my week. I start my Monday. Yeah, I start my Monday picking up my kids' homework packet. Right. Well, it ain't even a homework packet. It's not homework. It's school work. It's what they would have done that day in school. Yeah. And I'm picking that up for a pre-K and a kindergarten. And then I go to work, and then I come home. And thank God I have my mom around. Mom helps. Mom will take one kid. I'll take the other. And we do school. And then I have to cook dinner, and then we do baths. And by the time I get my kids down, I'm like, "Damn, I'm ready to go fucking sleep. I'm exhausted." You know, you know what I think this uh, pandemic is going to kind of make people see in some ways. What's that? Public school is kind of bullshit in a little in a lot of ways when it comes I- to. When it comes to learning, because I feel like kids, if you teach them right, they don't have to be in school for seven hours, eight hours a day. I mean, depending on how long this this pandemic goes, this may last in an, into next school year. Yeah, I've, it's going to be. I've the- already uh, actually one of my customers is 
that works for the school board here. And she told me, she's like, they've already told us that we may possibly not be starting back up in the fall at our normal time in August because of this. I could see it. It's very likely. And I'm so, like, man, this is, but I, I will tell you right now, I've been bitching and complaining every week. My kids are here. I'm like, you know what? I want half my, half my kids teacher's paycheck. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's just making out a packet and telling me what to do. I'm having the one nah, having to do it. I'd never do that. But teachers. I'll tell you right damn now, having to do these homework, these schoolwork packets with my kids makes me know two things. One, I never want to be a school teacher. <laughs> it's bad enough with two. I can only imagine 20. Yep. Um, and two, it also makes me say, as far as what teachers do is unbelievable. You respect the hell out of how what teachers go through and what they do a lot more whenever you have to put in, whenever you have to be I have to a do teacher. My job and I'm like, holy shit, I can't imagine doing this with 20 of them. Yep. So I respect yep. the hell out of my kids' teachers for what they do. But since they're not doing it right now, I want some of their money. <laughs> no, let them have it. <laughs> they need it. They're not in school. They need yeah. it. Now, I will but, give my son's teacher credit. Honestly, my daughter's teacher, I'm not going to say his name because right. you'll sleep it anyway. But yeah. my daughter's teacher, since the beginning of all this shit, it seems like he don't really care. But my son's teacher has put so much care into these packets. Each packet is individually for each kid. You know, when you get there, you say the kid's name. You don't say the teacher's name. She's she's made it custom to each student. Um, she's even set up to where she's going to do a home visit um, every two weeks just to, to stop in and, and remind the kid, hey, I'm still here. Your, your work is still coming to me, um, which is really awesome. That's cool uh, as shit. She is cool as hell, dude. Um, and meanwhile, my daughter's teacher, I ain't heard a word from him. And I go, I go pick up his packet and I just say his name. I don't, I don't say the student's name because all his packets are the same for every kid. But meanwhile, my, my son in pre-K, his teacher is, she's, you know, when I went and picked up his packet Monday, she was like, I miss him so much. Uh, that's why one of the reasons we're doing these home visits is because we we miss the kids and we want to see them and we want to you know tell them how proud we are that they're doing so good through all this. And I'm like, this teacher is the shit. Well, most most elementary and middle school teachers care about their kids. Yeah, most. This is pre-K, and she does great. Oh but yeah, pre- my daughter's pre- teacher. It's kindergarten, and he don't seem to give a damn. Pre-K is a lot different just because they're smaller, and I think the the teachers really do, like, if you're a pre-K teacher, you really do, like, have to love kids a oh, lot yeah. to be able to deal with pre-K kids because they're, they're really, really young, and they're learning, and can't help. They're still trying to grow. It's not like you're not growing whenever you're in elementary school, but, like, damn, you're not, you're, you're in pre-K. You really, Honestly, I, dude. I don't know. My son's teacher deserves an award all the way around. Yeah. My daughter had her, had this teacher last year. Mm-hmm. And this teacher's this teacher's daughter has a um a physical and mental um defect. She's she's handicapped. Really? And she takes care of her daughter. She takes yeah, she takes care of her daughter, takes her to surgeries, therapies, 
all this and still finds time to give a shit about being a teacher. Hey, what's her name? Go ahead. I won't bleep it. Miss Spencer, Spencer is awesome. Miss Spencer, shout out to you. You are awesome. Yeah, you're, do, Ms. you're doing a Three, service to your people. Dude, this, this, woman is, this woman is making videos. She's videoing herself doing the lessons and sending them to me on Messenger to go over with him and let him watch them. No shit. That's really cool. Yeah. See, we need more teachers like that in general. Mm-hmm. Not not the not the teachers that just uh, just here oh. to get a paycheck. I'm getting videos of her and her assistant at the school going through all their boxes. I don't know. And you know, sanitizing everything. I don't understand how teachers and, and can get into that. Here to help. How they can get into that profession just and just feel like oh, I'm just here to get a paycheck. It's like that's that's some of the most like not to say intimate because that's a weird word to say, but that has to that's some of the most like heart to heart things you can do is teach kids. Yeah. And I mean you're, I, you're I don't understand the people I still remember my first grade teacher's name. Oh yeah, and for sure. Because my first grade teacher was cool as hell and she actually gave us shit. I remember my kindergarten teacher, um rest in peace by the way, Mrs. Parker. We miss you a lot. Uh, she was really nice. She was really loving, caring. I think she unfortunately died from a cancer, but I don't remember what it was. But I still remember her name. God love her soul, and she was great. I, I still remember her name. There's a lot I of mean, people that I'll I never believe, forget. I believe teachers that actually are like Miss Spencer that give a shit about their kids, give a shit yeah. about their job. Those are the, the teachers that those kids never forget. Right. And then the teachers that just don't give a shit, make you do the the work, and don't really care. Those are the teachers you grew up going, man, that teacher sucks. Yeah. Or you don't, or you don't remember them at all. Or you remember them by like something they said. We had, I have a, I had a teacher back in high school like that that was more memorable for some of the quotes that he said, but not particularly for being a good teacher per se. Uh. Like he would have these really. I don't want to say him because since we're still kind of a local channel or a local uh, channel, my God, my radio station days are coming to me now. Uh, a, a local podcast, like people know who I'm talking about, but basically he would say like different sayings and stuff that I don't know. To me, it got under my skin a little bit, but I it was just funny as, as a high schooler got on my skin as an adult. I'm just like, wow, you said those sayings. That's really fucking funny, dude. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> took that way too honest, seriously. There's one teacher. I will say, since you bring up one, I'll bring up one. Um, it was from high school. I hated mm-hmm. math. Um, hey, mine was a math teacher too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my math fuck? teacher in ninth, ninth and tenth grade, my uh, algebra teacher was also the football coach. Dude, fucking okay, weird as shit. Ours was the basketball coach, and he was also a math teacher. Oh wow. Or an algebra so teacher mine, too. Mine was the football coach. He was former military, and he. He was mean. That's pretty weird. I mean, I seen this guy get up in, yeah, I seen this guy get up into desks in front of students and yell at them like a drill sergeant. But then, meanwhile, he knew I had trouble in in math, and he would actually take time out of his lunch and bring me to his class, and mm-hmm. and work with me more. So yeah, I, mean- I seen this hard ass teacher that was mean as shit, 
but also I seen this teacher that actually cared that you learned it and 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 got your education and did good with it. Yeah, and and, I, and I'll say in the defense of my teacher, it's not like he didn't one hundred percent care. I think he just really um, picked and choose chose who it was that he cared for. Uh, um, but it was he was very picky. I feel like maybe, teacher, maybe not. I, didn't give a shit, dude. My Spanish, <laughs> te- my Spanish teacher would give you the tell you what to do in the book and what to fill out, and then she would leave the class, and you could look out the window, and she'd be in her car smoking cigarettes. I um, funny story, sorta. Um, I actually told my Spanish teacher to fuck off once. <laughs> Did you do it in Spanish? No, I, I, dude, I didn't care about Spanish. Still, don't really care about learning how to speak Spanish. I will one day and regret anything that I say now. But, dude, I took two years of it and don't remember a damn bit of it. I, I, I remember me gusta meaning I like. Mm, yeah. That's all. That's all I remember. That's the only thing I'll remember from that. But I remember this because we had a paper due in that class. I think I had some math problems due in the same, the same math guys class. Um. And I was just stressed out. I think I don't remember many times in high school being that stressed, but I just, well, I, I know I was at points, but I just don't remember them right offhand. But this one for sure, just because it culminated with me being in the back and she brings up that everyone has these papers to do and she br- says my name or whatever. And I'm just like, fuck off or something. <laughs> and she, and I thought I was being silent, like I was saying it. <laughs> just to me and like the people around me she heard me shit did i say that out loud i said it loud enough for her to hear me and uh she brought me up to the to the desk there and i almost had to go to the principal's office but i i'm i was known as a pretty nice kid i tried not to get too much into trouble that's was this was also the time that i learned that i hate confrontation (laughs) (laughs) So whenever that happened, like I, I'm a big fucking baby. I started bawling. I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't want for you to actually hear me. I was just really upset. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And one of my favorite teachers who is the uh, art teacher there, um, she actually went and talked to her or no, I think I brought her into there. Yeah. I think she was walking down the hall and she brought her into there. We all talked and, the only thing I had to do was just to write like a one or two page "I'm sorry" paper. Oh, I bet. So yeah, I, I I got off really easy. It could have been a lot worse for me. And you didn't make you do it in Spanish, did you? No, no. I just had to do a "I'm sorry" paper. I'd never do it again, and hopefully to God that that didn't affect my grade. I can't even remember what I got in that class. I think even after saying telling you, the you teacher to fuck never- off. I never told a teacher to fuck off, but if I would have told one to fuck off, it would have been my Spanish teacher, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just I got so stressed, man. I don't like I'd never do that to any teacher. And I don't know why it was this particular teacher this particular time. I'm just like I well, to be fair, I know why, because I didn't want her to hear it. Yeah, I was just saying it because I was mad and upset and stressed. But she heard me coming. Yep. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> but hey, you know. It's in the past now, and honestly, if I, if, if adult Keith told someone to fuck off, you'd have to piss me off so bad. Oh yeah, I, I, know I won't. I won't like tell people to fuck off, even when I'm stressed. I'll, I'll be like, 
I'll suck it up, buttercup, as they say, which leads me to something else that I'm going to say really quick. I want to talk about with you really quickly, J-Bomb. Go for it. So, with in light of everything that's been going on here in the past month or two, um, I think it is fair that we would have, like, two Christmases or two Halloweens. <laughs> I put, excuse me, I posted a post on Facebook that thing that said, I think we deserve to have either two Christmases or two Halloweens in 2020 for how bad it's been so far. Only fair. I think I'm here going with this. Oh, you, you do you now. <laughs> this is the hill turn you talked about. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I got I get some posts, people saying like two Halloweens. You know how expensive Christmas is, especially this year. I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm down with two Halloweens. I weighed said, in on it and said two Halloweens. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And then I also mentioned we could have two Hell in a Hill events. Which made me even more happy. Exactly. So So we get down to the smartest guy I know. Mr. Bill Martin. He chimed in. My father chimed in. I swear to God, he turned heel. (laughs) Like, I not heel in the sense that, like, he was just berating everybody and, like, fuck you, fuck you type deal. No, he went full on Jericho. He he went full on uh, left. What's the Republican side? Is that the left? That's the right. That's the right. He went full on right side of the heel, um, thinking people are being are whining and stuff. I did see him. I did see him post that. Yeah. It, so his he post kind of went his, off on a tangent there for a minute. It did. It, it had nothing to do with what I posted. He said, "I think y'all cry too much." LOL. Suck it up, Buttercup. Live each ever. Or live each day as if you found out you were dying. Oof, bad bad timing to use that word. Uh, love everybody, treat them well, and enjoy. It ain't the end of the world, no matter what the news and AOC says. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I agree that it, with him on a lot of these things. Yes, you I, should... L- you, you should live every day as if, as if it was your last. You should love everybody and treat them with well and enjoy it. Yeah. And I also agree that, no, this is not the end of the world. This yeah. is far from it. This is just a big old caution flag, basically. We're, we're having to slow down to figure out what's going on so the world can continue. This is this is just another one of those iconic moments in time that will last forever right yes like the holocaust or um 9-11 or you know whatever this will be there will always go down and you know we'll tell our kids about the 2020 coronavirus pandemic right yeah it's definitely going to be something that it's 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 like this generation's 9-11 right now for sure. 9-11, Pearl Harbor, Kennedy assassination, assassination, easy for me to say. Whatever you want to say, whatever. Ten years from now, people are going to be like, yeah, I remember when there was no school and I had to do it at home. Yeah. And it was because of this virus, you know. Yeah. Or I couldn't go to the bars or get a haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, now, and women women complaining about can't go get their hair done. Yeah, women are pissed right now. 
<laughs> now, now for the parts that I don't agree with. Well, actually, before you start that, I will say that my boss found a loophole on that. Really? What was it? Well, see, we're a pest control company, so we kind of know everybody in the area. Mm-hmm. And one of our customers is actually a woman that cuts hair at Walmart. And yeah. they got shut down because you can't do that. Obviously. So he paid her just to come to the office and, you know, cut people's hair. Yeah, no one's – okay, I have to say something about that because I also have people that work for as hairdressers and stuff. I don't think, like, they're saying you can't get your hair cut. They're saying you can't go to a barber shop where people mingle and stay there. Yeah. Like, you can still pay if – the, if the barber is willing to come to you, then they can still cut your hair. Well, see, like my boss is 72 years old. This this virus, you know, if he caught it, it'd probably kill him. Yeah. He's He's been smart about it. He, he scheduled her to come in from like 10 till 2, and he, he, he pretty much handled the books for her. He scheduled all of his employees that wanted a haircut mm-hmm. and any of his family members that wanted a haircut, and he scheduled them to come in at a certain time and then leave. Right. So it, it's just him and the woman cutting the hair and the secretary sitting at the office. And she's coming in, and she's getting to make some money, go home, and and still get to do her job. Yeah. So it it as as long as you can do like almost like mail home order haircuts, I, that's totally great. Just limiting the amount of people that can be in I, one area. I I, I think that's cut my hair so. Yeah, I think that's completely fine because that's just that is just two people. And then once you're done, wash your hands, you know, clean, yeah. sanitize, whatever, whatever. That's cool. Travis that's is fine. my hair, so I have no problem. Yeah, I I kind of wish we knew somebody that could actually cut my hair, even though I do know people that do cut hair. I don't I only have like select people that I prefer to do it so that's unfortunate but that's neither here nor there either honestly i need a haircut and and travis and and lexi are supposed to come here saturday and i'm making her cut my hair thank goodness i got a wolverine thing going on right now man you know you know where i grew out the top of my hair but not the sides Mm -hmm. the sides have done grown out to where like they get wiry and they stick up (laughs) so they're actually longer than what the top looks like because i comb the top back so the sides are sticking out longer than the top is. Jesus. I got this Logan thing going on right now, man. And I, don't I was about like to it. say, Logan, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I now like for it. some of the stuff I didn't like. Yes. I think y'all cry too much, LOL. Suck it up, Buttercup. Is such a is such a right winged thing to say. I'm sorry. I know not to get political here. Yeah, especially since I am kind of right winged. I know, but like just the just the I don't whole, agree with that. I don't fucking it's Honestly, dude, dumb. I'm not a Republican, I'm a libertarian, so that, just throwing that, that out there. That that first line just to me screams, Yep, he'll turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like you're trying to aggravate and piss people off. It's the re- the rest of your stuff and I'm sorry, Dad. It's completely invalid. You I read didn't... his post, and honestly, what I picked up from reading it, I'm not sure what's going on, but I, don't... I, I felt a lot of frustration. I don't know where that came from. It was random. So first of all, who's crying in that post? 
I felt a lot of frustration in that post. I, I, I did like too. Pissed off at something. I did too, and he found that particular post and just like. I, I, I felt your post I, was kind of positive and got people yeah. kind, of, kind of cheery and thinking, you know. Because yeah. honestly, as soon as I seen the post, I was like, "Yeah, two Halloweens, uh, sign me up." Yeah, it was and just weird. Like for people like you, you're you're like two Christmases. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, I w- I don't particularly mean Christmas as in like you have to get presents to people. I was yeah. meaning more like oh, I would love to see like lights in August or something like that or July or something. That'd be great for me. I love Christmas lights. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I seen uh, you've probably seen this on the news because it happened about a month or two ago. It happened right yeah. when. This coronavirus shit really kicked up. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of neighborhoods in this country that when this stay-at-home order came into effect, was quarantine, there's a bunch of neighborhoods in this country that went ahead and put their Christmas lights back up. I did see that, and it made my Just heart so, really you know, people happy. people that were out. It was, it was cool, man. You know, and, people got their Christmas lights back up, and, and they're trying to spread cheer and, and happiness with people. That's cool as hell. Yeah, and when it, and I don't mean, like I like I just said, I don't mean Christmas as in we have to buy people stuff. I meant more so like just the look and feel of Christmas, you know? Because people forget, <laughs> like, Christmas is more than just buying presents. Yeah, because I got three kids. I'm not doing that twice. <laughs> I think that's why Halloween gets such a good rub from adults and stuff. Especially especially now, because you don't have to buy presents. You just have to probably buy candy and booze, depending on how old you are. You give me two Halloweens, all I do is buy the same costumes for me and my kids, and we just get to go get candy twice. Exactly. down with that. Bring it on, you know? See, with Christmas, um, I think you could really do that widespread, but do it more with other treats and stuff, too. I, I don't think you need presents for Christmas to really make people feel good. I mean, Christmas or presents help, but when I met two Christmases, I definitely meant more two holidays to where people put up a bunch of lights and celebrate it as if it was a nice and wonderful time, even during a dark time. You know what I mean? How Christmas brings out the best in people, so yeah. I understood that fully. Halloween more so is just like, yeah, we want to have fun and have a great time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Christmas makes yeah, Christmas good. brings out the heart in people. Halloween yeah. brings out the fun. Yeah, right. That's that's what I meant by that. I how agree. how is any of that crying? That's not. <laughs> and then okay, this is this is the one that completely got me out of left field here. After he said it's not the end of the world, I agree one hundred percent. No matter what the news in AOC says. Now the news, yes. Some some of the news channels do make it sound like, oh, it's the end of the world, it's the end of the world. I don't think Oh yeah, they, I mean I, I am one of those people who believe a lot of this is a media inspired panic. Yeah, I do too. Um But I, the media's I, always been like that. The media gets any kind of uh thing that they can use yeah. to get ratings, they're going to use it. Yeah, so with with the news thing, I'm used to that. I'm used to hearing that. One hundred percent agree that new that it's not no matter what the news says. Whatever. Where the fuck did AOC come in? What the fuck is AOC? That is the woman Alexandria. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, what's her name? Hold on. She's a she's a figurehead of the Democratic Party and everything. Uh, Alexandria o- Ocasio-Cortez. 
I have no idea what the hell that is. You, she's a U.S. representative out of uh, for New York's 14th congressional district. She's like the focal point of this of the liberal uh, dem- Democratic Party, basically. She's young. She's only thirty. No idea who. You you would know. Hold hold on. Let me send you a picture of her. But like, I don't I know. Feel I know who you're gonna send me a picture of. Yeah, you do. You you'll know exactly who once I send the picture. But and I don't I don't care what her politics are. I don't care. That was such a left field thing because I I don't think of everyone that's been talking about that the world has been talking about here recently. AOC is like the last person I've heard about. No, yeah. uh, it's but uh, I mean obviously because I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's the last person I've heard talk about that. If 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 you want to go by people that I've heard recently, the New York governor. Our obviously our our governors around here, Andy Bashir, Jim Justice, blah blah blah, those guys. Donald Trump, obviously. Um, now, did you Fal- hear about what they said as far as Jim Justice and, and West Virginia goes? No, I uh, I must have missed something. Did they say something new about that? I read it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, compiling all this information, they have said that Jim Justice in West Virginia actually jumped on this better and quicker than any state in the country. I, I'm I'm fully 100% behind Jim Justice with this. I think Justice has done so much of a better job than I expected, and I don't think he's pushing this nearly as bad, nearly as much. And I don't think, and I think the backlash is very minimum for Jim Justice, if any. I haven't seen anything. I'm going to go ahead and say mine sucks. Really? I don't I don't who is the Virginia governor? North Northam has done a horrible job all the way around with this. I I'll tell you the one that's been doing a terrible job too is the Georgia and the Florida governors. Those two yeah. the other two that I would put in there is in the news. But Anthony Fauci or not Anthony, I don't think that's his first name, but Fauci, the lead CDC guy, the lead uh, guy for this. He's a big yeah. name. I don't now it's so it shows that you saw the picture. Do you know who I'm talking about now? No. I'm surprised she's a big she was a big figurehead, but man, I don't I, she has not I have not heard her name once until my dad said that and I'm like, "What? When did she come into this?" Uh. There's been so many different names. And, you know, like like I said, I think Georgia opening up tomorrow as we record this. It is Thursday. So they op- they reopen the state, s- not all the way, of course, but slowly tomorrow. I, I don't get it. I think you're asking for for new spikes in coronavirus cases. If you do that, Florida deeming. Um. WWE and other sports as essential is asinine. Yeah. I I don't I don't get it. And I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people on both sides here right now as far as Trump goes. You got the people that's blaming Trump, you got the people that's not blaming Trump. Yeah. Um, this right now is proving that Trump, as far as the states go, he doesn't have much control over what they're deciding to do. Yeah, he's kind of um, I don't know. He's if, getting a lot of the blame for it. But yeah. 
And he's not got the control that the governors have over their states. I, I don't, I don't, I'm so in between with how Trump is handling this, though. Like, I'm glad that he's leaving it to the states. But I'm also, but I also wish that with some of these states he'd put a foot down. Or with some of these states he'd like. But he can't. I know he can't. I know, I know, I know. And just like, you know, just like with, with marijuana. Marijuana is federally illegal. Yeah. But states have, you know, certain states have changed that. Um, and it's out of it's out of his control. I mean, federally, he can still go in and bust people for it. But then you're dealing with that state's repercussions. See, this is the time where I wish I knew more about politics, because I feel like there has been things Trump has done to either hurt or help in these like emergency situations that I'm not aware of to where yeah. it puts me on one side or the other. But right now, I just I don't know where I am with this. To to be fair, I don't think Trump's response to this has been terrible. I don't either. I, um, I think it could be better, but I don't think it was terrible starting because he didn't I see it like as a problem. I, But I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, I believe I believe it was Obama was in in the White House when, um, what was it? The the swine flu and the, uh, the there was a couple of other viruses that kicked in. Yeah. Um, and you know he he didn't shut the government down over it. And I mean, a lot of people did die. Um, but that, that's the thing is, you I couldn't imagine being in Donald Trump's shoes right now. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with an unprecedented event that's not ever had to happen. Right. That, How that's do you handle too. this? And, and you can't even compare this to swine flu and the other things that happened during Obama's because this is so much bigger than that. Swine well, flu, I mean, H1N1 killed a shit ton of people. It did. But now we're up to like, let me see, we're up to 50,000 deaths here in America alone. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been going through this for over a month. He has took... He has jumped in and and done what needed to be done in this instance. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 dude, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying like this. He is dealing with a much bigger scale event than what swine swine flu ended up being, even though it did yeah. kill a lot of people. I'm yeah. I'm actually and I'm sure in if swine flu would have. Oh, I'm sure if swine flu or H1N1 had gotten out of control as bad as this has, yeah, Obama would have done the same thing most yeah. likely. It, but it, I'm saying there's a lot of people that's scrutinizing Trump, saying he took too long. Right. How it, can you how can you determine he took too long? I mean, <laughs> just with the simple cases of how many people die from the flu every year. The only thing I would say is if, how can how can you as a president decide when is the how? I'm just saying how how can you as a president decide when is the right time to shut down your country? That's fair. Um, I don't know. I I, I was I was I was just about to say like as soon as you find out that cases are a lot worse than what they appear to be, I would have shut it down right then, which probably would have just made it like what a week before he actually did. But yeah, you're not. I mean, if you would have done that, and then it turned out this thing was nothing. Right, he would have killed your economy for deadly shit. He would have jumped the gun. Right, so there's a you got a lot of there's a lot of thinking to do. On, on a situation like this. And I mean, you know, there's both sides of, of the argument. Right. I just, I feel like us as a people should sit back and think about 
how hard of a decision that was. This was a 100% damned if you do, damned if you don't situation yeah. for everybody. And either way, it, it, honestly, it, the way it goes out is if he would have done it early, there'd be people criticizing him for doing it too early. If he right. would have done it too late, there'd be people criticizing him for doing it too late. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about political parties. You got two different sides, and they seem to want to pick fights with each other. That's all it is. That's all politics are now. It's just, oh, I want to fight you, or no, I want to fight you. Oh, let's that's go. Why let's I fall in, go. That's why I fall into libertarian, man. I don't agree with either one of the sides. That's why I fall under independent and don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I do give a shit. Don't get me wrong, but... I mean, I'm libertarian. Me and Glenn Jacobs could totally hang out. You could, man. You and Kane... Yeah. Yeah, me and Kane could totally hang out because we kind of got a lot of the same beliefs. Can you imagine Kane uh, eating cereal? I would love to have some cereal with Kane. There you go. That would be great. And he ain't too far away. No, he's not. He's very close. About a two-hour drive from here. I can, I can get to Kane's house. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, uh, and this goes back to that post I made uh, uh, like a month ago. You've probably seen the post where I was just kind of pissed. Yeah. I was done with everybody pointing the finger and blaming and talking shit. We're at a point in in, uh, in history, not just in American history, but world history. We're at a point where our best move right now is to not hate each other, but to work together. And it seems like most people are just taking this as an opportunity to be pissed off at somebody. Yep. Because that's all some people are good for is just getting pissed off at people. I've, I've said it a hundred times, a million times in my life. Some people just like drama. Yeah. I don't. I hate you, drama. If you like drama, I'd love to get you on this podcast and talk to us about why you like it so much. Because I legitimately don't understand it myself. I hate drama. I, I hate conflict. I don't get it. I don't like it. it I I don't like things to, to be out of the loop. I like things to flow smoothly, and I agree. If you're one of those people that like chaos, come on here and explain to me why the hell you like chaos. Yeah, because it's crazy to us. We can't we can't fathom it is. It how no that's possible. So please come. Yeah, my life is stressful enough with paying bills and taking care of three kids. I don't need anything else to make my life harder. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, I, I, I've been in this mental state as far as I, I've, I've heard a lot of people put down the president, uh, the, the president before him, Obama. I've put him down. I miss the days when we were a country that even if we didn't agree with our president, we were still a united country. And we didn't, I don't I don't think we feel like we are anymore. I don't think I've been alive for that. <laughs> I, like honestly like cause when I was a baby it was Clinton or yeah. no when I was a baby I think early early baby it was uh, George H.W. what year was you born? 93 that, that was been, George that would have been at the very end he had like a year left I think. yeah yeah and then it was Clinton which they yeah. were all getting on to him about the whole Monica stuff yeah, I mean, you, you get your, 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 your dingus played with in the Oval Office by somebody other than your wife. It's going to get a, a word out. Then, then uh, you got uh, then you got Young Bush, which... 
I'm not going to lie. I voted for him, and I regret that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think just ruined everything. Well, not everything, but he he didn't do a great job. Then, Honestly, I'm one of those assholes. I, I, I feel like Bush did horrible. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Obama did horrible. Obama was fine, for, I think, for his first four years, but I don't know what happened those second four years, man. I don't know I, what happened. I love, and this may this may piss some people off. I prefer my America as being one of those Americas that says, "Okay, say something bad about us, and we'll bomb you back to the Stone Age." I dare you. Well, that I feel I feel like this episode has been let's piss everyone off episode. So <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, let's let's keep going. I'm I'm having fun. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm having a blast. Uh, yeah, I just I just don't like talking about this kind of shit because like we talked about earlier i don't like talking about like i don't like getting into conflict and stuff and i feel like politics in america now is like the absolute first thing you go to if you're just like uh you want to start a fight it's like that skit off whose line is it anyway where um drew just uh, from scenes from my hat he just goes name something to start a fight with or name something to how people want to start a fight with and then ryan styles just comes up and says you guys want to fight <laughs> that's that's what politics is anymore and i don't that's it not is. what politics should be politics ain't something that people have a discussion about anymore it's something that people fight about yeah and it's just stupid and it should have never been that way it was just people's beliefs and we figured out what we should do i i just i honestly like i said i just feel like we were a country that nobody ever used to mess with. Um, and I like that. Of course, I was born in the Reagan era, so that shows how old I was. And we can't I was go born back. Ronald Reagan was president when I was born. And we can't go back to that, unfortunately. Our, our time is completely different from what that was then. Yes. We have to exactly. try to the adapt. We have to try to adapt to maybe get back to that but is it even a good idea to 100% go back to that in some ways yeah 100% argue yeah but there was a lot of things that we could have done better wasn't there oh yeah that we actually started doing better the later in the later years in the now I mean the economy shout out to Trump though at least the economy was great until yeah this happened I mean, and, our unemployment rate was the lowest it's ever been and before even, all this happened. And even in Obama's last years, the economy was doing better. I mean, it's it was picking uh, up. Can't get we can't ungive Obama credit here. It's not like the economy crashed with Bush and then Obama just continued making it worse. The economy no. really did pick back up and started getting a lot better. Trump made it even better than that, but you know. I mean, there's only a few little things that I could really blast Obama about that I'm not going to. Um, but that's 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 the point I was about to get to yeah. is it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, whatever the hell you are. I've never, ever in my life and looking through history can say that there was a president that done everything right. There isn't. There never is. You'll never get because one like that. Yeah, like we always grew up and was told by our parents, nobody is perfect. Like, some of the most revered presidents in history were not perfect at all. Hell no. 
you you think Abraham Lincoln's decision to free the slaves and stuff whenever went over well back when it did? Hell no. That's what got him shot. <laughs> <laughs> half, the fu- half the fucking country was against the the whole country was against each other more so than what it is now which to be fair that could easily flip back going in a switch i think oh yeah but i mean hell look at george washington you know our very first president yeah so many good things he was he was a soldier he was you know he was all this and that but also he was he was a slave trader right i mean so no one's none per- of them done it right. None of the presidents done anything right. So, I mean, they <laughs> had their right moments. They did good, but they fucked up here and there too. It's just <sighs> the thing is nowadays with social media and every you know we got seventy different news stations and you know the freedom of speech has never been more powerful than it is now. Yeah, when every asshole has a phone they can easily tweet the president to, it's kind of yeah. hard to it's kind of hard to not have free speech or not have a voice or anything. Yeah, everybody's got Facebook and can make a post and get pissed off about something. Yep. It's a different world. And and nowadays it's easier to communicate with each other to get that word out. Yeah. And it it complicates everything. I want to thank Bill Martin for being a very, very focal point in the last half of this podcast. Yeah, appreciate you, Biff. <laughs> Th- thanks, thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. Get gave us something to talk about. Man, who would have thought a heel turn would have got you talking so much? Oh shit! Or was it not a heel turn? Maybe not. Depends on what side of the glass you're on, or what side side of the aisle you're on, eh? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Let that sit and stir up a little bit. Politics suck. Mm-hmm. Well, that was I, a... Honestly, I hate talking politics or religion. Yeah. Oh, let's not even go there. Sometimes we're, you just do. If we're going to start going into politics on this show, can we at least say we're not going to go into religion? Because <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I'm more open to going into politics a little more, and I'll start learning more about it, too. But religion's just not something I'd ever want to touch. I don't want to fuck with religion because I am one of those people that believe this country was built on religious freedom. Believe whatever the hell you want to believe. I'm not going to to criticize you. I'm not going to tell you what to believe, and I'm not even going to try to jump in on what you do believe. And now we go into religion. No. (laughs) That was my closing statement on that one, sir. That was the opening and the closing. The book opened, and then it shut. Yep. <laughs> well, if it's anything, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. But also, like uh, I said in my big rant <laughs> just a month open ago, it up. <laughs> you know, like I said in my big rant a month ago, honestly, we should keep our religion and political beliefs to ourselves, even though we didn't on political parts. But still, know. keep it to yourselves. Whatever. Everybody opinion. Everybody Whatever. got an opinion. And... They're entitled to it. What's that dumb quote from Bambi? Can't say nothing nice. Don't <laughs> say nothing at all. Which is just <laughs> stupid. I, yeah. I, As a kid, I love that quote. My mom adores that quote to this very day, I think, because she loves the movie Bambi. But the older I get, the more cynical I get, the more I fucking hate that quote. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Because then you're like... If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Well, then you can't be critiqued. 
That's true. And people get better when they're critiqued. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes criticism can be nice. It can be, and that's what makes this podcast such an interesting thing because we can criticize people, and hopefully they get better. The problem is, no one fucking listens. Yeah, most of the time they just get pissed off. Exactly, they just leave. <laughs> I thought these guys were supposed to be saving the planet. That's what I love about our podcast, though, is anytime one of our episodes start, I have no idea where the hell we're going to end up. That's true. Hey, we're dick-sucking each other again, apparently, so let's call this episode a quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, before we call it a quit, I do have to tell you about Westworld. Oh, yes. Tell me about Westworld. You, you mentioned that earlier. Season three is going on right now, so for anybody listening that's been watching from the beginning, they're like, J-Bomb, you're telling me shit I learned three years ago. <laughs> It, it took a little while. My dad has begged me to watch this fucking show, and now that I've watched it, I'm caught up in less than a week. I've watched two and a half seasons of this show in like oh. two weeks. I got season two done in two days. I was going to say, I have no idea what the show even is. Okay, it's a show that w- it's on HBO. Oh, well, I don't have HBO, dude. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I believe it's on Netflix or Hulu now. You can probably get season one or two. Okay. Uh, actually, you got Comcast, don't you? Uh, no, just through internet. Oh, just through internet. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say because Comcast, as far as like TV, um, Westworld is free right now. Mm. But anyway, Westworld. Um, like I told you before we started recording, the best way to describe Westworld is like The Matrix mixed with Red Dead Redemption. Uh, mixed with like iRobot or Ex Machina. Um, basically, Westworld takes place in the future. You mean Ex Machina? Machina, whatever. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> my fucking pronunciation. Yes, Damn I love I love watching Ex Machina. <laughs> Machina, whatever. It sounded better my way. Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, um, basically, what it, it, it's it's a book written by Michael Crichton. I don't know if you know who Michael Crichton is. Mm-mm. Michael Crichton actually wrote Jurassic Park, mm. uh, Congo, um, a lot of really good blockbuster movies. Um, and he, there was actually a Westworld movie back in like the 70s or something like that. Um, but anyway, uh, Westworld is like in the future and like rich people pay money to go to Westworld, which is a it, it's the old west. It's, you know, cowboys and Indians and all this shit. You pay money to go to Westworld to live the Western life. So, like, if you want to go there and pay to stay in a brothel and sleep with with, uh, prostitutes the whole time you're there, you can. Or if you want to go do uh, bounty hunting and hunt down a a bounty and kill him, you can. Or if you just want to go nuts and shoot the whole town up, you're allowed to do that. As long as you're not killing, as long as you're not killing guests of the park, um, that's the thing. Is there's guests and there's hosts. Uh, hosts are actually um, artificial intelligence. Uh, like originally in the original Westworld, they were pretty much androids. But Anthony Hopkins, he's in the show. He created Westworld. Uh, he figured out how to give them like organs. Like they bleed, they feel pain, but they're programmed to have a certain job. In Westworld, hmm. like if, if if you're programmed to be the outlaw that 
rolls into town and robs banks. That's what you're going to do every time. But, you know, you get killed, they put you in the lab, they heal you up, they send you right back into circulation to do what you do. The cool part about Westworld is now these hosts, they've died so many times, and their programming has been changed so many times, they're starting to reject their programming. Hmm. And they're starting to wonder about the world that they're waking up. Because when they wake up in the real world and they're getting healed and they're getting reprogrammed, in their minds they're thinking it was a dream. And now some of them are starting to realize that's not a dream. That's the real world. What am I doing here? And it's it's honestly, if you like those psychological movies or TV shows where you think you've got to figure it out and then it turns out you don't. And then, like, you think this person's a human, but it turns out that they were a programmed host that were just, you know, planted there to gather information or whatever it might be. Hmm. It's it, it's a twisted show. And uh, by season three, you're not really in Westworld anymore. You're in the future. You're in the real world. Um, and, I mean, it just bounces back and forth. It turns out there's more parks other than ah, in Westworld. That's cool. Like, there's Shogun World where it's, like, ninjas with katanas yeah there's like ninjas with katanas and their samurais and shit um there's even an easter egg dropped in season three that game of thrones was actually just a west world hmm. yeah like people just paid to go and be a king or a knight or whatever in, in westeros um you know there's like future world and there's like horror world and war world like you know there's like nazis running around and you you pay to go and be a part of that war um, it's a cool show. Um, I become addicted like quickly. It's got uh, Ed Harris in it. I'm sure you know who Ed Harris is. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, James Marsden's in it. Uh, great cast, great show. If you haven't checked out Westworld, I tell you, you got to check it out. You said that was on Netflix, correct? Um, I believe season one and maybe season two is on Netflix. Uh, season three, you know, of course, where it's still going on, it's only on HBO. Um, but okay. I'm sure you can find season one and season two somewhere as far as Netflix or, or Hulu goes. But it's it's if you like those psychological thriller kind of shows, it is definitely something you got to check out because it's so deep. Once you get into it, you want to just keep digging deeper and deeper. And the deeper you get, the more confused you get. And then when they give you that moment, that just makes everything pop. I can't tell you how many times I finished an episode and went, son of a bitch. You know, just because it blew my mind. I have to add so, that on my watch list then. If you like those shows that make you think and make you start trying to think outside the box, it is definitely the show for you. I'm going to put that on my watch list. Another thing I have on my watch list is this show came out in 2017 called War Mackin. Has a, has a, has Brad Pitt in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. War Mackin. Well, see, like, I, I, I believe I talked to you about Black Cells, mm-hmm. how I was addicted to it. I stopped watching Black Cells just to watch Westworld. Really? I have not finished the last season of Black Cells just so I could catch up on Westworld. You see this one? I'm not really into um, war stuff, whatever. Like, I've seen Full Metal Jacket and stuff. I liked it, but this looks kind of interesting. It, Like I said, it has Brad Pitt. War Mackin has a, it says it's a successful, charismatic four-star general Glenn McMahon. Ah! 
<laughs> leaps like a rock star to command NATO forces in Afghanistan, only to be taken down by a journalist no holds barred expo. That sounds interesting. War Mackin? Never heard of that. Hmm. Did you Ooh. say it's got it's got who in it? Brad Pitt and it's got uh Anthony Michael Hall. Oh wow. Yeah. War Mackin. Well, since you read a description, I'll read you a description for Westworld just to make you really want to watch it. Okay, and then and then I'll tell you something after. Okay. Okay. Uh, Westworld isn't your typical amusement park. Intended for rich vacationers, the futuristic park, which is looked after by robotic hosts, allows its visitors to live out their fantasies through artificial consciousness. No matter how illicit the fantasy may be, there are no consequences for the park's guest, allowing for any wish to be indulged. Uh, West, Westworld is based on the 1973 Michael Crichton movie, and the same name uh, features an all-star cast. Cool. <laughs> it's a trip, man. Like, I'll tell you right now, when that show started, I fucking hated Ed Harris. I wanted to see somebody kill him, but knew that he couldn't get killed because he was a guest in the park. Uh-huh. Like, the first episode, he grabs the farmer's daughter and drags her into a barn and rapes her. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. But after you get through the whole first season, you're like, holy shit. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. I've been living a lie, J-Bomb. I must admit. Uh, um, okay. I'm not watching this shitty show. It's only like a six out of, or it's a shitty movie, by the way. It's only a six out of ten on IMDb. It does, uh, it does have Brad Pitt, but also has Topher Grace in it. Um, oh! And it's not called War Mackin. It's War Machine. I'm making fun of you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> With that being said, J-Bomb, take you us out, my dick. friend. I'll remember Westworld for sure now, though. <laughs> Thank you for the description. Yes, <laughs> Thank you for the description. <laughs> uh, oh, great. Such a prick. <laughs> but I love you anyway. Oh, yeah, and hey, you got to admit, even though we took a two-week break, I think this was a good episode. I think so, too. I think we did a good job. And And I think the next time you get down, this is what we need to do to bring you back up. Yeah. Right. Hopefully I'll be uh, okay enough to go because last week I was not okay enough to even go. No. That was the problem. I get it, man. And, and this is a stressful time for everybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, every, uh, and actually that's how I'll close it out. Everybody, I know this is a stressful time. Ride it out. Be strong. Be tough. Um, we will rise above everything and we will get back as close as we can to normal as possible don't forget to stay safe stay home and stay positive everybody Mm. i agree i agree that's the that's the quote that we've been throwing out every week so once again there's your quote yep stay home if you can uh if you're an essential worker like myself be careful with your job stay safe i wear my gloves at every stop um the boss did run out of gloves, and I had to go buy my own box. But still, I wear my gloves at my stop. <laughs> you know, 
do what you got to do to to stay uh, to stay safe, um, and and we'll all get through it. Yeah, it's not like you know, like Bill said, it's not the end of the world. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, Putty, for bringing us back on. Woo! I feel like I needed this for sure. Um, yes, you definitely. probably needed this more than I did. Probably. <laughs> I've been a, I've been killing bugs and being a fucking school teacher. I needed an escape. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, and hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed it because I did enjoy myself tonight. I did too. This was very fun. It was. It was nice. Um, and check out Westworld, assholes. <laughs> or or anyway. you were mecking. Or Wormackin. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Wormackin. Yeah, yeah. He, he, thinks, he thinks he's funny. I got him he, so good, guys. I got him so good. I got him so good. But he's the only one laughing. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I know a couple people laughing right about meow. Right about meow. Like, listening to this part, they're busting their balls right now. Even if they don't have balls, they're busting right now. Right meow. They're dying. They're dying laughing. (laughs) Oh, that putty. He makes me drool. (laughs) You do have a good fan base, my friend. I will say that. Yes, yes. (laughs) 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 Oh, laughter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow, I think I heard Santa Putty out of that one. <laughs> no, there was it's a too little, early. There was a little Santa Putty there. We might be getting our first of our Christmas. Yeah. Now it's me. What, nothing on that one. It's me. <laughs> oh shit! It's me. Oh god! Gosh. I've yeah, been I on my. Now Steve's here. I'll, I'll be back next week. Next week, next week, wait for Steve. It's Steve's return. Yay. Oh, shit. God damn it. So you're telling me Steve's coming back next week? Oh, he's already here, but he'll be back in full next week. So so Steve will be a guest next week. Over here. Yay. Oh, God. Okay, so, so there's just something to look forward to to next week's episode, everybody. Steve will make his triumphant um, smoke-filled lungs return next week. Um, and I, I got a feeling if Steve shows up, somebody else might pop up just to be a dick. Huh. You know who, motherfucker. Stay tuned till next where's, week, everybody. Where's that putty at? Yeah, nope. I'll get his ass next week. Nope. You watch. Nope. It's coming. Nope. Oh, shit. All right. So, yeah. Steve, maybe little Jackie next week. Oh, my God. Shit got crazy in the last two minutes of this fucking podcast. Can we just skin box? What? I didn't say anything. Skinbot? Did he say skinbot? Can we just skin box? Come box? Oh, God. God. Is next week going to be one of those really weird episodes that we don't know what to do with and we just kind of talk? I thought that was every week. Fair point. Continue on. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So something to look forward to next week, people. Holy shit. 
now now I'm pumped for next week. Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you had as much fun as we did. I got to be silly. Putty got to be silly, um, which is always a great night. So um, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay home if you can. Um, and as always, stay metal. <laughs>